Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And this show today is 30 Days to Empowered Self Week 3, which is all really exciting. And I have to say to the community, I am so proud of the dedication and application that's been occurring as a result of the 30 Days to Empowered Self and for the blog posts that have been going up and the emails I've received. And what I am so incredibly proud of with the community is how you are all going in You are going inside, you are really claiming your unhealed parts, you're absolutely embracing them, and you're doing the work. And there's some incredible results that are happening, which is just fantastic. And as Gary Zukav says this so often in his publications, this is the new courage. The old courage was the external power seeking, was to try and blast and push our way through life or try to make it happen from the outside. And the new courage is about being the internal creator. It's about going within and saying, well, my pain and my fear is not working for me. What is my unhealed part here? How do I become the change that I want to see in my life and I want to see in the results in my life? That's what new courage is all about. And when we really understand it, we do know that that is just such a much easier way to live than to not do that. To me, I don't believe anymore that that actually takes courage. I think that it takes a lot of pain and courage to try and do it any other way. So week three, I'm going to give you an outline of week three. So this show is week three. A 30 Days to Empowered Self, and it's focused on creating and strengthening your personal deservedness and integrity. Now, all of these exercises are going to be coming out in the article today, so they're right in front of you. Now, for the people that love audio, of course, listening to this can be great, but you're more than likely going to have to go back to that newsletter and that blog so that you can work through every piece of it and print it out if that helps you. So exercise one is going to be testing my beliefs. So this exercise will allow you to identify the beliefs you have adopted over time that have been holding you back from achieving love, success and fulfillment. That's a really, really interesting exercise. So exercise two is about going into that. It's why. And we need to understand the reasons, the origins of our whys because if we don't get those, we can't change anything. So it's why don't I deserve? So with carrying on from exercise one, this exercise will allow you to delve deeply into exactly why you feel like you don't deserve. By allowing your thoughts and feelings to come to the surface, 
you will have the ability to address and heal these limitations and create your authentic deservedness, which is really exciting. Okay, so exercise three is how well do you uphold personal integrity? Personal integrity is an essential key to self-worth. It's all about providing validation, self-love, truth and compassion to yourself. Remember, life and others will treat you only the way you treat yourself. This exercise will allow you to identify which areas you are not upholding personal integrity so that you can work on them. And then exercise four is about creating my deservedness and integrity. So this is reframing, which is always so important. So in this exercise, you'll be writing out a plan for how you are going to begin upholding personal integrity in the areas that you are lacking. So by emotionally and practically creating your new plan, you will be able to begin providing yourself with validation, truth, self-love and compassion. So I know you're going to love this week. It's a really powerful week. Now I know you had a lot of work to do in week two. That was a really big week working on codependency. And you may still be working through that. I do understand that. Now for the people that are posting that are in the drawer for Quantum Freedom, for the new Quantum Freedom Empowered Self course, as long as, even if you haven't finished, even as long as you can, and let's say you're going through exercise three at the moment, don't worry. As long as you post on what you're doing, that's fine. You're going to be eligible. So, And for those of you that if you feel that you're having pressure and know that you can work through these steps in these weeks at any time. You know, this is a real fast-track boot camp, which is going to give you amazing results. But listen to yourself, trust yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed, drop the pace back a bit. That's okay. It's not a problem. All right, so let's get into this week. So, okay, so the introduction to this is how do you achieve self-worth? Self-worth comes from partnering ourselves effectively. It means applying integrity to the most important person in your life. And I really hope that by now you've recognized it is yourself. Creating integrity means being solid. It means upholding thoughts and actions to yourself that are aligned with the person you wish to be. When we follow through and back ourselves, our self-confidence grows. It is only when we start trusting and affirming ourselves that we have the ability to trust and affirm our place in life. The truth is, as we all know, life can be unpredictable. It can throw curveballs. People and situations are certainly not always going to behave in exactly the way we would like them to. And as we start to become conscious and we seek our inner creation of authentic power, we realize that defining ourselves as dependent on what other people in life are or aren't doing can be incredibly self-defeating, as well as very painful. And you will have recognized a lot of that when you're working through week two and really defining your codependent areas where you do hand your power over and where you do experience a lot of pain because you're not in authentic power. 
So this is why creating a firm and solid sense of self is so important. And this is not so it can become an island and disconnect from life. It's so that we will be in the best possible internal shape to respond to ourselves, life and others helpfully when it's required from us. This makes an incredible difference to how we engage with others and in life every minute of every day. If we come from a place of not being solid within ourselves and not strong in our own personal integrity, our reactions to life will be destructive, not only to ourselves but to others. If we are solid within ourselves and strong in our own personal integrity, our response to life and others will be constructive and contribute to win-win outcomes for ourselves and others. Many people believe that people who are focused on solidness and integrity to self are selfish. There is nothing further from the truth. And yet it's actually people with a weak sense of self that believe that. Now people with a weak sense of self and personal integrity are the individuals who create the most reckless and destructive actions to themselves, life and other people. Being a solid source of integrity to yourself means that you can uphold your word to yourself and as your commitment to yourself grows, so does your self-confidence. You trust yourself as your essential life partner to follow through and work towards what you wish to achieve in your life. If you don't commit to you, why would you think you will attract other people in your life who would? And why do you think life would commit to you and partner to you if you don't do that yourself? So in week one, we worked on developing the map of who you are, which was your declaration of self-exercise. And please keep this up. It's really important to read this map often to inspire these traits regarding who you really are and I've had some lovely feedback from people that have said they've got nice paper and they're going to print it out and they're going to frame it and they're going to stick it on their wall they're going to put it somewhere really important to themselves such as in their bedroom or their office where they read that declaration to self every day to be able to really really get that through to them and that is important so Instilling these beliefs and striving to focus on and adopt these qualities in your life allows your sense of self to become rock solid. By becoming rock solid in yourself, you will not be susceptible to handing your power over and allowing other people's conduct or beliefs to erode your sense of self. This is authentic power. Knowing your entity, sorry, knowing your identity and truth without needing it to be validated, agreed with, or granted from the outside. That's what true connection and freedom is about. The third ingredient to achieving self-worth, along with your sense of self and your integrity, is deservedness. And this relates to your core beliefs of who you believe you are, and most importantly, what you believe you deserve in life. This is really essential to look at because no matter how much work you do on yourself or how much action you take towards achieving your goals, if your deservedness is not in alignment with what you want to achieve, 
you will sabotage yourself and you will continue to default back to what you really believe you deserve. And you know when I say that really believe, you know I'm not talking about what your mind would like to think. I'm talking about what your inner identity believes because there is a vast difference. And the people that have been really working through this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because when we get to limiting beliefs and we actually feel into the pain or the lack or the emptiness, we get the answer. And it is certainly nothing that we would logically choose to believe or think. So don't worry what your head's doing. You need to go within to find your truth. So an example of a limiting deservedness belief may be if you grew up in a dynamic where you didn't have money and you accumulated the belief that you didn't deserve to have nice things such as holidays or lifestyle where you didn't have to live from week to week struggling to pay the bills. So your ancestors, your parents, may have been very much in survival and poverty consciousness. That's what you grew up with and hence they became your inner belief systems. So if you're carrying this and if it's going on in your inner identity, if you were to start working toward your goal of financial freedom without addressing the limiting belief that's holding you back, you would not be able to achieve this new way of being. You will inevitably give up sabotage the fault back and you're going to remain living the experience that your deservedness is aligned with. So the goal of the first exercise of week three is to align your deservedness with the limitless possibilities that you can create. Because the reality is there are no limits, only the limits that you have either consciously or unconsciously, and it's the unconscious ones that are very powerful, placed on yourself. When you release those limitations from within you, you are going to align with authentic deservedness and then there is no limit to what you can achieve. You can unlock those areas of your life that you haven't been able to flow into yet. So exercise one is the deservedness exercise and you're going to be testing yourself to find out what your beliefs are. So this following exercise may seem a little dramatic, okay, what you, the beliefs you're going to test yourself on. However, I promise you it is incredibly revealing and it's going to explain so much to you about your life. You may be astounded at your results because logically you could think, why on earth would I score a no to that belief? Yet emotionally deep within you, it has always been a struggle for you. So the beliefs that we're going to be testing are big foundational belief systems that if you are not congruent with on an inner level, they're going to unconsciously sabotage you time and time again. It's so important to remember this. Your mind and your actions are always going to default to follow your inner belief systems, regardless of what you try to do. That's how powerful our inner belief systems are. So if you remain unconscious, and the definition of unconscious is, I am not addressing my inner belief systems. When we become a conscious being, we do that work. Because we know it's what's causing creating our reality. And then we become conscious creators. So I'd like to test 
I'd like you to test yourself on these beliefs. And we're going to be doing it by muscle testing. I love muscle testing. I do it. I do work on myself every day, okay? And the great thing is for me, I'm really quick with quantum freedom healing and it's just something I can do anyway. So as soon as I get a charge or a pain or a fear, I can go to it and I use a lot of muscle testing to really find out what's going on with me and to shift stuff. Now, muscle testing is powerful because your body will grant a yes or a no answer to the question that you're asking it. So that's how we bypass our head and we actually get into our body and we find out what our inner belief system believes or doesn't believe. So I've described in an article before in a radio show how to muscle test and I'm going to give you another technique that you can use today. So method one of how to muscle test is with your dominant hand, you hold your thumb and your index finger together and you make the pressure firm. Now, with your non-dominant hand, you put your thumb through the circle that you have made with your dominant hand and you join your thumb up with the index finger on your non-dominant hand. So you should now have a figure eight with your non-dominant hand thumber thumb and index finger inside your dominant hand, thumb and index finger. So it's a figure eight you've got now and remember with your dominant hand you want to keep the pressure firm so it's not easy to break it. Now how you can test for a yes and no answer is you're going to say a statement that is irrevocably the truth. So my name is Melanie would be an absolute yes statement for me. So if you say, my name is your name, now while keeping strong pressure with your dominant hand, try to break the circle open with your non-dominant hand by quickly pulling that thumb finger through to try to break the circuit. Now if you can't, your answer is yes. And you will have received a yes for this test. And it means you can't break the circuit. So what happens is when it's a yes answer, your body strengthens because truth is empowering. Okay, it's falsities that disempower bodies. So the truth is empowering. So now what you can do to test your no is say my name is, so if I was to say my name is Josephine, okay, now I can break the circuit because obviously the answer is no. So that's how you can test and that's going to give you yes, no answers. Okay, so the other one you can do is method two, which is a pendulum, which you can actually get gorgeous pendulums from shops or usually they're crystals like amethyst or etc. But any swinging object will do. It might be a necklace, it might be a key on a piece of string. Now what you do is while keeping your hand as still as you can, so you may even want to use your dominant hand to hold it and your other uh, hand on that arm to keep your arm still. Now again, you ask a question you know as a yes answer and see if the object swings. So you're always asking a question, okay, and see if it swings and take note of the way it swings. 
Now ask something that you know has a no answer and do the same process. And the pendulum, if this works for you, should move in a different direction. And it's actually your body energy, your chi energy, which moves the pendulum. And when you start working with pendulums, you'll go, oh my goodness, how interesting is that? Because they can actually swing incredibly once you really start believing in them, even though your hand, your arm isn't moving at all. Okay, so method three, you need another person to help you with this. So what you do is you hold your dominant arm, your strongest arm, directly out from the horizontally and make a fist. Hold it as firmly as you can. Get another person to push down on your arm. So you need another person to help you with this. So if the answer to a question is no, you will not be able to hold arm strength and your arm will be easy to push down. If the answer is a yes, it will be much more difficult for the person to push your arm down because a yes answer strengthens your physical power, your energy. So you may already be doing muscle testing, but if you're not, you're going to work out which way to do it is going to work for you. It's a really good idea to get muscle testing right because in your journey of personal consciousness and working on your unhealed parts, muscle testing is a very, very good tool to be able to find stuff, realize how intense it is, realize how close you are to your goals. A lot of people use muscle testing for um, goal-setting modules and quantum freedom healing modules, and it's just a great self-tool to have, to listen to yourself, to find out what's going on. I love it. I use it a lot. So with muscle testing, we have a list of statements. The questions are statements of what you can do to get a yes or no answer. So the first statement you're going to ask yourself, and give my pre-warning again, they sound very dramatic, okay? but they're going to explain a lot to you if you find that you come up as a no on these. So the first one is, I deserve to live. Now, you're either going to get a yes or a no. And that's very important. Okay, so the next one is, I deserve to love and accept myself. And I'd really, you know, it's not so much about going through them now when you actually get your list from the blog. Well, then you're going to be able to sit in a quiet space. You're going to be able to do them. You're going to be able to test them and write down your answers because you need to come back to those. So I deserve to love and accept myself was the second one. I deserve to be loved and accepted by others. I deserve success. I deserve fulfillment. I deserve the things I want to achieve in life. They're going to be very revealing. So as always, please don't be disturbed by your answers. Remember, it doesn't matter what your mind would like to think. It's your inner belief systems which are controlling your life. If you scored no to any or all of these statements, don't try to reject these inner beliefs, dismiss them, judge them, or project them as somebody else's fault. Okay, don't do that, seriously. Because the great thing is if you embrace what is going on lovingly to yourself and know that they're yours and you're responsible for them, then you're going to be able to heal them. So know that now you have uncovered these limiting beliefs, 
soon you're going to have the knowledge to address them. So after you work through exercise one and you find out your answers to those foundational beliefs, we're going to move on to exercise two. So exercise two is about deep inner discovery, which is so necessary because you cannot fix or change anything in your life until you do this fix. Okay? It's like, and I say it so many times, it's like trying to drive a Ferrari into a garage and there's still a rusty old wreck sitting there. It just does not work. And this is where, you know, a lot of the manifestation and the secret and, you know, a few other things that have been flying around forever, creation, 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 you know, if we don't clean up the old stuff, we cannot create anything that's authentically real, solid and durable in our life. We might get bits and pieces or look like the thing that's come into our life, but we're going to sabotage back to the old existing programs that we never cleaned out. They're the ones that have taken hold. We just tried to pop something new over the top of it. And it's the ones underneath that are going to inevitably win the day. They're always going to burst forth, create... And this great thing that we thought we had, that we thought was real, is going to disintegrate again. So we can't ever miss this step. It's really important. So in regard to the deservedness statements that you tested no on, I want you to go into each of those one by one and you're going to feel into the pain of each no. So let's say you got, I deserve to live, no. Right? So you really need to go into, I don't deserve to live. That's the belief you're running. And you really need to feel into the pain of it. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why don't I deserve to live? And open up to your thoughts and your feelings regarding what comes up for you. And this is the wonderful thing about our infinite inner intelligence that has our answers. Now, your answers might be different to my answers. Your reasons for your belief system could be different to the next person's reasons. They are important for you to get to your reasons. That's what's important. So when we really start without the judgment, without the projection, without the disowning and, and uh, discarding of our inner pain, you know, if we just go to it, be with it, ask it, we get better and better at getting the answers. We go straight to them. And you're going to discover this. The more that you work with this, it's like you have got this incredible phone tap to all of your reasons because that's what your soul wants you to find. So your higher intelligence, your infinite inner intelligence is mastery. And it is incredible and every single person has it when they go to it just in full humility and openness. So you're going to get your answers. Why don't I deserve this? And again, it could be childhood reasons. It could be events in your life that are going to pop up into your mind. Just trust what you get and write. It's really powerful with a journal and a pen when you start writing and you're really open to the whole process. And know it's so healing because as soon as you start writing, you start opening up to the process. What's happening is all those old reasons and origins that have power over you, 
they loosen up. They lose power over you simply by you embracing them lovingly. So I want you to write at least half a page for everything that you answered no on in exercise one because it's going to make a really big difference. So these things are going to start losing their hold on you. And you may be fascinated by what you discover. Sometimes the reasons that we have limiting beliefs are incredibly amazing and nothing that we would have ever logically perceived as the reason. I love that when I do quantum freedom healings with people and when I do healings on myself is I've got no idea where it's going, no idea what's deliver, and I so don't with myself a lot of the time. But going in there, opening it, opening up to it, and then it's like, wow, that is amazing. And wow, that's been playing out my whole life. I get it now. It's like when we get the reason that we've never thought of. It just makes so much sense. It makes more sense than anything we're trying to make up in our mind. Because it's truth. Truth sets us free. So this is what discovery is all about. It's going deeply within and being prepared to unconditionally be with our answers. So it's really important to know what authentic deservedness is. It is a knowing. It's a solid connection and trust with ourselves. Deservedness is the belief and the emotions of self-worth, self-belief, and trusting and knowing the flow of our connection with life. It's about that oneness. It means not only am I partnering myself, life partners me too. I'm at one with myself. I'm at one with life. I trust it. I know it. I deserve it. I believe it. So deservedness, as we can imagine, is really big. It's huge. And it all starts with personal integrity because everything we feel, know, and believe in must start with self because there's actually no other authentic place to create anything. And we understand that when we've really looked at the models of external power-seeking and authentic power, we cannot create our fulfillment, fullness, and happiness from the outside. It's an illusion. We have to create it on the inside. I'd like you to imagine this. Imagine a spinning top, like a, a child's toy, that had a chunk missing out of it. Now, the faster this top spins, it's going to wobble and eventually topple if it's got a chunk missing out of it. Yet if this spinning top has integrity, which is no missing pieces, it's really solid, it doesn't matter how fast it spins, it's going to remain upright and solid. So if we could use the metaphor of spinning fast in times of stress, okay? Now people who lack personal integrity to themselves crack. Their unhealed parts and behaviours fly up to the surface very quickly when the outside does not grant them what they want. So this is external power seeking, which is lacking personal solid inner integrity. And these are the people who are often very entitled. Now being entitled may seem like deservedness, but be very clear it is not. People who act entitled are people with high judgments especially self-judgment, and they exercise unhealthy and unreasonable expectations and demands on life and others. 
that is not deservedness because these people suffer from extremely poor levels of internal deservedness and they're trying to force life and others to grant them the integrity, the solidness that they are not creating for themselves. People with healthy deservedness do not behave as entitled in any shape or form. They flow with life as fulfillment and joy whilst creating their life from a position of solidness and truth. They know that if people and situations are not a match for this solidness and truth, they can let go and create from unlimited possibilities people and situations that are a match. So that's going to help you understand deservedness. So exercise three, we're going to have a look at your personal integrity. We're going to have a look and see are you a spinning top that is whole or are you a spinning top that's got chunks missing out of it? Because creating personal integrity is an essential key to creating deservedness. And this exercise will allow you to understand how you relate to yourself and how well you are or are not creating your own personal integrity. So I want you to answer these following questions honestly with a yes or a no. And I know you will because I think you really understand the importance of being humble and real and honest with yourself by now. So the first question is, is do you believe in your desires? Do you believe in what you want in life or do you second guess yourself? Do you face the truth so that you can be honest with yourself? Can you rely on yourself to look after your own needs? Do you encourage, promote, and believe in yourself? Do you support yourself lovingly in times of distress or pressure? Do you set boundaries when you need to say no to something or someone? And we actually went through a lot of that point in the codependency exercises. So once you get the answers to the questions, you're going to actually relate to some integrity mantras that I've provided. Now these integrity mantras, I'm going to go through them, they're going to help you set up your energy, your reframes that you're going to be doing in the last exercise, in exercise four. So they're going to help you create a solid and healthy integrity to yourself. So the first of your integrity mantras is number one, which is aligning with authentic desires. It's important to understand that your desires, your dreams, and your wishes are your soul directing you. So it's like your soul is calling you forward into the energy of those things. Now, if you start unhealed parts that are in contradiction with that, well, that's when you know we're not really getting there. But what this integrity mantra is, it's about understanding that the more connected you get to knowing and working with yourself, you will understand that your soul does not get it wrong. It knows this is possible for you. It knows this is the expansion of you. And it knows that these are the expression of you as soul and source energy to flow forward into these things you desire. So in acetating these desires, you really need to ask yourself, Am I trying to do this to make me feel better or more whole? Now, when we understand that, if you understand that, that's external power seeking, okay? That's 
saying that I'm not okay until I get this thing. So it's coming from a place of fear or pain. Because if you answer yes to this question, then you need to realize that these desires are actually manufactured from your ego and your fear. Now, at this point, they're not authentic desires. When you clean that up and you become that whole source to yourself, this may be an authentic desire, but you're going to look at it from a completely different way. But if you go for that desire, if I get this thing, it will give me myself, well then you've got to drop that desire and come back to working out fulfilling yourself. Then you're going to know if it's real or if it's not. If on the other hand, this desire feels like an expression of your soul, it is your wholeness even if you're still on the way to establishing wholeness, that you wish to share and express this in the world, then absolutely this is a legitimate soul desire. So really what you're saying is this is more of me showing up and expanding out into the world. This is who I already am. Okay, That is authentic soul desire. There's a very big difference because the first one that we talked about is coming from emptiness, fear and pain which is never going to work out for you. And the second one is coming from love, inspiration, fullness and truth. Completely different energies. One is love, one is fear. So what you need to do with your desires is listen into your intuition and check in with your emotions and they will tell you if your desire is presently coming from a place of authenticity or not. So when you're aligned with your authentic desires as an expression of your soul, you are going to trust your actions and know that the path you're on is your truth. And this is where inspiration, fulfillment comes. This is where commitment comes. This is where you just know. Okay? And that's where you create your most powerful, durable, real results in life. So integrity mantra number two is be truthful to yourself and your word. And this is actually one of the four agreements, which is in the book, The Four Agreements which is an absolutely fantastic book. Okay, I'm going to expand on it a little bit and put my twist on it. And what this is, is seek to be honest to yourself and stick by your word. If you don't speak truth and be truthful to yourself, you're going to seek illusions, scapegoats and excuses instead. There is no fooling your inner self. The truth sets it free and fabrication actually diminishes it. So every time you lie to yourself rather than face essential truths, you are going to diminish your self-worth and your self-trust, which fundamentally, regardless of how you're operating in life, fundamentally is destroying your relationship with yourself. And that's where everything starts and how you feel about yourself. So make sure that not only are you facing the truth about you, which is exactly what this personal development, this work is that we're doing. Also make sure that when you set a task for yourself, that it is realistic and you're not trying to accomplish more than is reasonable. So when you make a commitment to do something between you and you, you make sure that you follow through on that. Your word is an essential part of personal integrity. So your word is very important. It creates a solid relationship of trust with yourself because when you make a commitment to accomplish or do something in your life, you know you can be reliable. 
being honest with yourself and upholding your word develops and nurtures self-worth, self-belief, and self-confidence. Very important. So number three is it's your job to look after your needs. This is about listening to your internal cues. This is about partnering yourself, such as am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling emotional? So this will allow you to recognize what you need in order to look after yourself. And this is about committing to responding to these cues. And how we do that is we ask ourselves, what do I need right now? What do I need from you, which is myself? What do I need to do for myself now? Because remember, it is your job to look after you. Absolutely, you can connect to support. What you will find in your life is the more that you connect to supporting yourself, life is going to rush into you, offering you genuine support as well, which is just divine. And you can learn to receive as well as give, but first you've got to learn to authentically give to yourself. So when we make it our job to actually look after ourselves, it may mean that our answer that we take action on is we need to take a walk, we need to have a drink of water to combat a headache, we need to have a relaxing bath, we need to read a self-help book, or we need to do some healing work on these triggers and this pain to be able to release unhealed parts. But you need to be stepping up to the plate of knowing it is your job to look after your needs. And we know people that don't because what happens is they project that responsibility and demand an expectation onto somebody else rather than taking responsibility. And that just creates a horrible mess for everybody concerned. And it certainly doesn't empower the person to become a partner to themselves. So number four, this one is huge. I, I believe this is just probably the biggest thing ever. I know that's a huge statement, but I really do. Okay, so it's be your own best internal encouragement and support squad. It's an essential part of creating solid personal integrity to speak to yourself in supportive, encouraging and loving ways. Now, if you use to yourself self-judgment and self-criticism, it is poisonous to your inner self and it creates immense damage to your inner integrity. Stop doing this. Please, today, realize you just cannot keep doing that to yourself. Self-validation is vital and without it, you will always be acting in ways that seek approval and validation from the outside because you're certainly not giving it to yourself, which is going to lead to all levels of personal pain, inner emptiness, non-fulfillment, handing your power over, being abused, you name it. And what you're also going to do is you're going to attract a lot of self a lot of judgment and a lot of criticism, which is actually the reflection of what you're doing to yourself. So once you turn around how you speak to yourself, what you think about yourself, and the thoughts you offer to yourself, as loving, encouraging, and supportive, you will find incredible changes happening at an inner level regarding how you feel about yourself. 
Now, if you're really struggling with that and it's just, oh, it's just really too hard, what you need to understand is you've got a lot of unhealed parts thinking you're bad, you're wrong, you deserve to be punished, you're not good enough, you know it. And until you get to those parts and actually do the work on to heal them, well then you're not going to be able to be self-encouraging and loving to yourself and it needs to be healed. It's just fundamental. Okay, so you'll also discover that once you start really being able to love, encourage and support yourself and make it a daily habit, you will discover that you easily are going to start attracting approval, encouragement and compliments without even trying. And you don't need them because you're already being that vibration, you already feel like that, they just come. And you will no longer be put out in any shape or form if you don't. Because if you are giving yourself all of that poison of self-judgment and self-criticism, your inner self, your little inner child, is hungry for approval and going to be like craving approval, approval. And then when it doesn't get enough, that bottomless pit, well then it's just going to spiral into more pain over and over. I think you can see how important this is, but I don't think I can stress it enough. So... You'll also realize that aspects of your life that you want to create will start to happen so much easier because you're going to gain the confidence and the self-belief. You're going to believe you're a good person. You're going to know you're a lovely vibration. You're going to feel good, which means that you're going to operate in really good, healthy and well ways. And this self-belief, this, this internal confidence is synonymous with establishing a solid personal integrity. So number five of your integrity mantras is supporting yourself in times of stress. Now when undergoing stress and pressure in your life, recognize how your emotions are reacting from pain and fear. So this is adrenaline, this is fight or flight. Now the thing is, if we've got unhealed programs, especially if they're big, deep DNA survival programs, when they get triggered, it may feel like you're going to die, okay? And you can really, really overreact. Now, we need to clean those up so that we can, and we need to be very conscious about this. We need to really understand this. Now, of course, in life there may be life and death, literally, where it is best to be triggered and act because you might have seconds to live. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the times in life that are not life and death, but we are triggered that they feel like it is, even though it's not logically. So in order to release your pain and fear that is triggered by external circumstances, it is vital to pull away from the situation and create a gap. Because you need to understand it's impossible to act effectively when suffering the emotional charges of fear and pain and adrenaline. Now, if we create the gap, then we can support ourselves lovingly in times of fear and pain, withdraw, give yourself time to process, release, surrender and heal the fear and pain. So you can actually use big triggers like that in your life to go, wow, that hit me so hard and I so reacted by an external circumstance out there I've got a really big unhealed wound going on inside me that that trigger showed me. So you can actually go, wow, if I heal this, 
it's going to be a completely different situation in my life next time. I'm not going to react to it like that. So that's really where the true healing comes in. So when we can separate and withdraw and we can come back to clarity and peace, and if we haven't had time to actually go to the unhealed wound, we can at least surrender and we can regroup. Because it's when we come back to center, to that authentic power center, then you will know how to respond to the challenge at hand from a place of solid integrity. And it's only from that place, that integrity within ourselves. If we're that spinning top and an unhealed wound's come up and we've got a big chunk missing and we're spinning at a million miles an hour, we're going to absolutely hit the wall and disintegrate. Nothing we do in that place is going to be well. And we know, you just have to watch the news, the most horrendous actions happen in communities, in households, because people in that time of stress, they've had unhealed fly up and they have reacted in destructive ways. Okay, so we don't want any part of that. We want to come back to solid integrity where you are going to produce the best and most empowered results for yourself. And that helps so much with your integrity and your confidence and your belief in yourself, knowing you can do that. Plus, you're not going to be mopping up the disasters and the guilt and the shame of overreactions that really have damaged and sabotaged yours and other people's lives as a result of behaving out of integrity. Okay, so number six is honour yourself and say no more often. It is no one else's job to respect your boundaries and keep you healthy, happy and safe. If you are failing to uphold your boundaries, then you will continue to attract people and situations in your life which do not respect. And these people are going to push your boundaries, which is really life and your soul saying to you, hey, you've got some stuff you really need to heal within yourself on this. That's what's going on there. Life and genius gives us everything we need to heal. So if you do not trust yourself enough to say no, you're going to be terrified about expanding in life. You might be scared of dating again. You might be scared of going for a new job. You might be scared of going for anything in life that's going to put you out there where you're going to be exposed because you think, if I get out there and, and I can't, people are going to push my boundaries and I can't look after myself, you're going to be agoraphobic. That's really what agoraphobia is. You're going to be scared to be yourself. So we can imagine that when we really know that we can look after this area in our life, we can trust ourselves, we can have integrity, we can say no, that we can expand. We can be out in life. We can create. And we know we, know we can say no to something or somebody that's not our truth and we're going to actually attract more and more people events that we're happy to say yes to because that's how energetic reality works. When we actually shut doors and we go, no, not my reality, all these doors start opening that are yes doors. And some of them still might be no doors. And we go, okay, you're a no door, that's okay. Shut that one. We're refining our energy. We're saying to the universal system of life, this is actually who I am. This is my vibration. This is what is a yes for me. This is what's a no for me. And we get so much self-confidence through doing that, which is really, really good. So in regard to these mantras, that's the six integrity mantras. Please know this. 
No one is going to love, respect and support you authentically until you've applied how to love, respect and support yourself authentically. Like attracts like. And that's what these six integrity mantras are all about. So once you've read those and absorbed those and felt those, we then move on to exercise four, which is creating my deservedness and my integrity. So in this exercise, you're going to go back to every question you answered no to in exercise three, and then you're going to reframe how you are going to emotionally and practically uphold integrity to yourself. And I want you to write half a page on each of those. So for an example, the example might be, I don't provide my own needs to myself. Now this was big for me, okay? And I had to revisit this again not so long ago and really stepped up, which has just been gorgeous, beautiful. Okay, so, and it's when I don't feel good about myself that I can let this one slip. No, and since it's been so much now for me about authentic power and healing any bits that just are not congruent with myself, this has just become a way of life and it's just beautiful. So what it is, I know that I often ignore how I feel, don't make myself a priority and continue on regardless of being hungry, emotionally upset or any other range of uncomfortable feelings I may have. Now I will listen to myself. I'll become my own best caretaker. I will step up fully and ask myself, what do you need if I'm not sure? No longer am I going to put my emotional and basic needs aside. I'm going to completely be there for myself. I know I deserve to be treated with care and love and I know it is my job to be that vibration and beingness for myself totally. This feels wonderful just as a result of knowing I can be there for myself and I do deserve this, etc., etc. So that's the sort of thing you would write. And that's really going to start setting your energy flow up into being these points for yourself that you need to be. So that's what you're going to do for this week. So after this week, there's only going to be more to go. Because after finishing week three, you're only one week away from completing the 30 Days to Empowered Self Challenge. This is pretty exciting. So know that by doing this work, you are making a huge investment in your personal growth and your future. You should be incredibly proud of yourself for making this commitment and know that you do deserve it. So again, for this week, please post your progress questions in the comments below so that you can remain in the draw for the one of the five new Corner Freedom Empowered Self courses. And this new course that is going to be released at the end of the month will have 10 new Corner Freedom Healing Modules on the topics we've been working on during the 30 Days to Empowered Self and much more so that you can actually clear energetically right down DNA subconscious level on these topics to be aligned with your goals congruently. Now, final week at the 30 days to empower itself is going to be focused exclusively on boundaries. So it's going to be really exciting too. And you can probably guess from what we've been working through, this is all about setting up your foundational steps. So it's really important to not skip a week, to really work through each week diligently. So I know you're going to enjoy boundaries next week, which is going to be amazing. 
because so many of us struggled with boundaries. We just did not know what boundaries were or how to do them or even to know we deserved to do them. So look out in your inbox next week as well as this week. Keep up to date. Now, in your progress questions that you're going to be putting on the blog this week, so what you're going to do is for exercise one, you're going to answer the question, how many of the six foundational beliefs did you answer no to? And did that surprise you, the answers that you got? So in exercise two, when you fell into why you answered no to these beliefs, did you gain a much greater awareness of what was going on for you? What were these revelations? And they could be really, really interesting. So number three, in this integrity exercise, how many points did you score as a no? Has this helped you in understanding why being solid to yourself is important and where your integrity has not been solid? And then exercise four, how do you feel as a result of working on and reframing your integrity to yourself now? So that's what you're going to be answering in the blog. All the details are coming out today in the newsletter. And I really hope you're enjoying this process. I'm just loving sharing this, these processes with you and seeing the growth. I just think it's absolutely glorious. And I have to say it again, I'm just so proud of what everybody's doing here. It's just the oneness here, the sharing, the growth is just, words don't describe it for me. They really don't. I just love it so much. So that's it for me, everybody, and lots of love. And I'll be back next week. Okay, bye-bye.